Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to be very honest, at least with yourself. Are you going through life thinking, that's all right, you know, I'm reasonably healthy, you know, family's okay, got a job, it's all right, but I'm not moving forward, kind of in limbo. But you have this feeling inside you that there's more. I know I could be doing more. Maybe I'm not really sure what that is or how to get it. Uh, I could be making more money. I could be having better relationships. But I'm, I'm just kind of stuck in uh, my situation right now. Maybe it's not the worst. It's definitely not the best. Well, here's the thing. The universe wants the best for you, and you should be achieving that. Many people do. Many people have. They've changed their lives. But many times it's also through coaching. And we're going to talk about that today, how that looks, how it can move your life forward. She is the woman behind lightheartcoaching.me. Camila Hanish joins us on the program. Welcome. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. I love the intro. <laughs> I can <Thank> relate. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the truth for, for many of us. And you know, we, we we don't say we're grateful enough for things in our life, but I think we think it and say, yeah, you know, I'm 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 happy that things are the way they are, and not you know maybe the reverse of that. But you, that feeling inside that I know, I know there's more out there, but I don't know what to do with it. I don't know how to get to it. Is that what you hear from a, a lot of people that you work with? Yes, that's because that was me, so I focused my practice on helping people that at that point, that feeling I have it all, but I'm missing something, mm. but I don't know how to get there or even what it is. Uh, yes, I hear that a lot. Um, it has to do with, I guess, a very developed life, life that you already satisfy all your basic needs and it's still not enough. I hear from uh, quite a few people I know and I know them very personally. And they, they could have the perfect house. What looks like the perfect marriage, the perfect family, the two kids, the dog, literally the white fence. Everything looks great from the outside. But on the inside, they're so unfulfilled. It's, it's just, you know, wake up, rinse and repeat, do it again. And again, it's great. You know, things are okay, but it's just not... What, it, what they feel that life should be at this point in their life. And they're at that point where they don't know what to do, but they know there's something waiting out there. Um, <laughs> how, do you, how do you find, and I guess, you know what, maybe that's that thing called your life purpose. Do you think that's what it is? 100%, 100%. And sometimes in my work, in the process of coaching, people realize they need like a change of career or maybe given to community, uh, something that left out in the past, like, oh, I want to be a dancer and never went for that. Maybe now it's too late. But you can do something similar, and that's what we look for, like having that, finding that joy. Let's go right there to what you just said. Mm-hmm. You think that maybe it's another a job, different career. Maybe you have a, a hobby, uh, maybe you got a side hustle. You're making a couple of bucks, but you're you're afraid to pull the trigger and move forward with that. But inside, that's it. That's what you 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 really feel. This is what I should be doing. 
How do you attack that type of situation? If somebody came to you, what would you suggest to them? Well, it depends on what happened before, which area of life. But normally is that thought or that daydreaming that has been for a long time going on. But never take a step forward on that. Because whatever excuses we make in our mind or fears, uh, we daydream about it. What if I would like to? It's too late. But you keep going to that thought, that image. Uh, that's kind of the starting point. Hmm. How do you get the courage to move forward with that? That's what coaching comes in. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, one thing is to identify, and I help my clients through that process, identify, because uh, all that, that being, feeling stuck or feeling uh, empty or whatever feeling they feel like I need more, uh, uncover that is the first step, and then... Um, how to get the first step into it, what is possible today to move forward. Um, I'm always on, on that, what is possible or what the opportunities are. And it could be a very, it's always very small step. Um, we don't jump from nothing to everything in one step. So uh, that's what coaching, coaching comes in. And I use uh, mental fitness because that really uh, helps people to Silence that negative self-talk um, that stop us. So with mm-hmm. mental fitness, we go to our, our inner inner sage, and uh, and that voice is very clear. You know you, what you're saying is so impactful that we we have that stuff that we say to ourselves, and sometimes we, we maybe not even share it with other people. But I believe it's those beliefs that we got when we were much younger that just sticked with us, whether they were right or not. Um, it could have been your parent. You walk by the kitchen, your parents said, you know, you're seven years old and you hear your parents say something and you think it's directed at you. And then you feel that, you know, you're not good enough. You're not worthy, all of that. And then when it comes to the point where you want to move your life forward, that, that, that echoes in your brain over and over again. Um, is, is that something that you believe in? Right. That's how um, we build fears, and we really build layer upon layer upon layer of uh, walls that protect us because fear is to protect us, but at the same time paralyze us and limit our opportunities. And um, and we said, yeah, you said it very very clear. I'm not good enough. Uh, that's the ultimate fear we all have for whatever we want to do in life and. It presents on relationship and every aspect of life that I'm not good enough. And it's a very, very, very deep fear. And it shows up every time we try to do something new or different. And that's what it ultimately stops us for, to go for it. You said something a couple of moments ago, and I think it's so important and people don't realize it, but the little steps really do make a big step. And I'm on a journey the last uh, three years, you know, complete change of uh, direction, life, a lot, a lot, a lot of changes. And if you ask me, you know, if I was the same person five years ago, I would tell you, oh my gosh, no. And not that it was bad, just a different, a different view, um, different values, different, different everything. But if I were to look back, you know, a month, two, eh, not a lot of movement. 
But when you start putting it together and say six months or a year, and you look at what you did in that period of time, whoa, there's a lot of stuff went on. Uh, good or bad, there's a lot that went on. Hopefully, hopefully it's good. But I don't think we realize that. We're in such a an immediate gratification world. Amazon, press the button, get it here by four o'clock today. And we want it now. Need it. Need to get it now. But sometimes you got to tap the brakes, and uh, it's all part of the the process. How about you, uh, Camila? How did this the, the journey for you begin in helping people like you do? Um, well, like I say, I started uh, because I was in that situation. I had it all, and um, mm. but I was missing it. I was missing it, and uh, I went back to school at fifty two. Um, because I want to go to help people, and I did it. And like you said, what is interesting that I went back to school. I was I kind of I I ran out of excuses, so I went back to school. And uh, the major shift happened when I started doing my training as a life coach, because I have to apply on myself everything first. I was very very intense. I was studying and I was transforming myself and like you said I until I was in like three years into it was like wow who was that that person that started this I'm completely different and you can think I was a kid that spent birthday parties under the table I was super shy Mm -hmm. if you would tell me even two years ago I would be here talking to you I would say no way isn't that amazing how how things change it's and and the thing is it changed with your participation or not? Yeah, I I, I completely relate. I, I'm in I'm in radio. I've been uh, talking to millions of people uh, for, for, <laughs> for decades since I was 17. Uh, but in the beginning, and even halfway through my career, I was uh, lacking confidence, uh, had fears. I would never speak about it. Uh, but if you you knew my upbringing, you would say, "How the heck are you doing what you're doing now?" Uh, it just kind of went that way, but because of my childhood, not that it was bad, but yeah, again, I was bullied. My parents got divorced when I was very young. Uh, a lot of things that can impact your your confidence. Um, and like you just said, who would even think you're doing what you're doing now based on being a very shy person? Yeah, and also think uh, in my life, I'm 61 years young, mm-hmm. I will live by... I was an immigrant. I moved to the state when I was 36. I didn't speak English. I made the purpose to speak English. I went to college here. I, I was surprised myself studying a statistic in English. <laughs> and, but those little steps, those marks, and that's what I work with my clients too, the small steps, we have to take note of that. Those small accomplishments really build the confidence hmm. because you kind of have a... And when you go back and look all your notes, I said, wow, two years ago doing X or Y, it was an accomplishment. And today is part of who I am. So keeping record of your accomplishment uh, really reminds you the progress and build your confidence and see your movement forward. Um, What changed for you? What was the the aha moment? Because you said you had it all. Like, you know, things were great. Was it just that you, you felt it, there was more out there for you? And then what, what enabled you to pull the trigger? Um, I wanted to be, I had that clarity. I wanted to help. I've been, been volunteering all, the, all my life, I think, and helping people. I'm really passionate about helping people. I, 
I have the capability to see things with perspective, and um, and and I started putting together all the all the things I have done in life, and I said, yeah, this is what I want to do. I want to help people, and what is the best best path to do it, and uh, take the first step and the second step. But my motivation is to help people to be happy and fulfilled. Hmm. Are you happy you made the change? Yes. All right. Well, this is the thing. Is I, I'm, I'm very, very, I'm a dreamer. So I think uh, if I help one person to be happier, everybody around them is going to be happier. I want to have a ripple effect and we will have a better world. So that's, this is my grain of sand on making the world a better place. Wow. What a nice way to look at that. I never thought of it that way. And, uh, and I'm not just saying that. That is wonderful. I really, really mean that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, because when, when one person is fulfilled, they take it. Uh, and I, I, I don't know if you believe in this. I believe we're all energy. We radiate. Uh, yes. Right? And, you know, if somebody's feeling great and things are fantastic in their life, and maybe it's because of your help, they, they just, they're like a beacon for their family. You know, oh, mom and dad, they're like, they're different now. They're happy. Things are, things are good. I'm happy now, too. Uh, friends are happy. Family is happy. Wow. Yes. Yes, and, and it's, it's a ripple effect, and I agree with you. Energy is, we are energy. So shifting that energy in a person impacts everybody around them. Uh, they said that it's 100 people around you. Uh, so imagine the impact. And uh, for many, many years, one of the uh, limited beliefs was like, it doesn't matter what I do, the world will never change. But if we all think that way, really will never change. So I said, I have to be what I believe in, and I will contribute with my grain of sun. Uh, maybe somebody else will inspire and contribute with their own. So it's not just the impact I, I like to have on my clients. It's my goal to have on my clients. But also other people said, yeah, I can do something. Hmm. Do, do, you, do you think that a lot of us internalize all of this and think it's, it's our fault, but it's really not. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, I think we all process differently, but I feel like part of the fear is like step up and do something that is not uh, the mainstream. Uh, Sometimes being a dreamer and trying to do right uh, is a risk, uh, but the more and more people take the risk, it will be a majority. So uh, it's not for everybody. It, mm -hmm. It's not mandatory, but uh, small stuff, small stuff. It's same with the progress, a small, a small action, uh, a small progress. So if you would look back on your life, and, and I believe that it, it, everything that happens to us for a reason, and there's a lesson to be learned. Um, so this is, it's not for, for not, but if you could have changed it looking back, you know, in retrospect, was, would there be something that you would have changed? Not a thing. Really? Okay. <laughs> I, I, I like the person I am today. I really, really love myself. Uh, of course, and, and that's the premises of my work. I mean, we love yourself unconditionally. And from there, um, you can create change. And, uh, but doesn't mean you don't thrive for getting better. And uh, if I change anything in my past, I, I won't be the person I'm today. Yeah, because uh, 
I, I, as much as I don't want to admit that, because <laughs> you say, well, look what I had to go through, and then, and then I go through that, then there was that, and then there was that, can't forget about that, too. If you didn't, you wouldn't be where you are. And imagine if you didn't, maybe you would be in a different place that might not be as positive at this point in time. And that's, that's also for somebody thinking that it can't even be better, you know? And I never want to say negative, but I, I hate this phrase, but it could be worse. Never want to say that because it's, 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 you're telling your subconscious could and worse. <laughs> but, yeah. But I, I think yeah, you know what I mean. Always can be worse. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I think, I think that the, the person's story is defined who you are. And I learned something uh, not too long ago that I really like it, uh, and it goes with what you said, uh, that things happen for you. Not to you. Yes. So you are able... This is a new thing I'm doing is a shamanic uh, classes, and because I very connect, connect with that very much. And so I said, we don't own anything, uh, but things are for us. And when you find... And whatever negative event in your life you is for you when you find the gift on that, uh, the great father would tell you, I love you. And that goes with positive intelligence that we always look for the gift. Stay, find the gift. Sometimes it takes years to find the gift. So in some situations it's very, very hard to find the gift. But when it happens, it transforms me. That transformed the experience and transforms you. Hmm. Interesting way to look at it. And and uh, along the same lines, I just got a flash in my head that uh, when we say, could be worse. Well, there was a song that came out in uh, 1984. It was a big hit song here in the United States, and it's called Things Can Only Get Better. I'd rather think of it that way. <laughs> Instead of getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's I think can be worse is a way to see it like in a very twisted positive way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm grateful, but I, I could live without it. Absolutely, absolutely. But I think uh, if you uh, empower yourself, you can uh, make things better for you. So you mention shamanic teachings, and that's something that. Uh, that that you're digging deeper into for anybody that doesn't know you know just broadly just overall what that is could you explain it yes it's, it's like the sage of uh in south america or native american cultures um so they they connect with uh, high spirit it's a different uh, belief system but it's not contradictory with anything so uh but it has to do with to do with healing and uh, preventing the disease uh, in the body, and because that comes from your soul, so it's it's, it's beautiful and it's very has a lot of the instinct. Uh, so a lot of meditation that way you kind of connect with your higher self and um, your spirit animals and all that kind of. Uh, Mm. nature realm um, i'm very connected with nature so that's what i went uh, for this i'm very connected with animals and nature and i i'm a tree hugger <laughs> you know i'm right there with you and listen you're, you're talking to somebody at this very moment who has a grounding mat 
uh, and their feet flat on it. So I don't know if you know what it is, but it it, yes. <laughs> it goes into the, the ground lug of your electrical outlet and it goes to the ground, which is the same thing. If you were to hug that tree, you get grounded, which is something that uh, many of us are not. And then we wonder why um, life is not going exactly the way that we want it to. Um, so, yeah. I'm a, and you know what's interesting, uh, Camilla? I, I realized... I always love nature, love being, you know, I love kayaking and, and things like that. But I never knew why until I sold a house almost coming up on two years ago and renovated the backyard. And I would go out there and I would garden and I would just design things and just, you know, get my hands and my feet in the dirt. I would just love it. I didn't, you know, I didn't know what it was, but I just felt good doing it until until I wasn't doing it, because I'm in a, uh, an apartment in between houses right now. Mm. And then I, I realized something's missing, and that was it. I was, I was grounded. I was always outside. I looked forward to the spring. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm reborn again, just like you know, the, the, the flowers coming up again. Um, that was my, my first look into this whole thing about uh, getting back to nature and, and, and being grounded. Um, would you say that fear is the thing that keeps us stuck, mostly. A hundred percent. The main issue, and that's where I, my coaching process is, is kind of recognizing that whatever story you're telling yourself is based on fear. The story that you're telling yourself that doesn't allow you to move forward or go for what you want is fear. But fear doesn't show up like I'm scared. Fear shows up as excuses, uh, expectations, mm-hmm. as uh, stories. Um, you know, like people want to be an artist. Oh, artists all die. They, they don't make a living. Those are stories. That's not really true. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to admit to ourselves that we're afraid. <laughs> we'll come up with so, every excuse along the way. Yeah, because fear is sneaky, and it's, it lives in the center of your brain, in the amygdala. Uh, so it has. You see something and you get triggered. You need, uh, and that's what uh, the work with uh, positive intelligence comes in because it's keeping your uh, positive score over seventy-five. <laughs> because every negative thing you experience in life weighs three times more than a positive. Say that again. I want to make sure I heard that right. Yes, every negative weighs three times a positive. So um, because it's more important to remember the poisonous snake than the beautiful butterfly. So the priority has the negative. So we storage negative. During the day, every negative interaction, every time you feel a negative feeling, that weighs three times a positive one. So that way we have to thrive to be with it more than the neck above water. Every day, uh, those come with mental fitness and the practice of stay on that. Um, it sounds, uh, when the practice, you, it, so, it sounds less uh, like, oh, be positive. It's not that. It's not be positive. It's not that toxic uh, positivity. It's an exercise to be able to see the positive in the situation, finding the gift in the situation, and being positive and loving and smiling to people and all kind of positive uh, actions and interactions that will keep you positive. Wow. Uh, is that something that uh, you, you learn through uh, shamanic teachings? 
through uh, positive intelligence and mental fitness. Gotcha. Wow. Uh, we're just about out of time. Love talking with you. Love your energy and uh, how you change your life. By the way, you don't even look close to 61. Got to say. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the puppy face. <laughs> I mean it. And guess what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you and tell you, we're the same age. <laughs> you don't look 60. We're 61 near <laughs> and, and you know what? We they, will keep the secret. The secret is there, but you know what? They, 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 they call it, if you look in astrology, at our age from like 57... Uh, you know, five had five years to that in that window right there. This is called a second return, where things end and new things begin. And it sounds like that's happening for you, and I feel like it is for me. Um, so yeah, it's uh, just life moves forward in a in a very positive way, and it can. Uh, sometimes you need a coach for that. How do we How do we find you, Camilla? Um, you can go the easiest way is go to my link tree, Coach Camilla Hanish. Uh, or my website that uh, my son designer, so it's not updated, but you can uh, check, uh, send me email there too. But the easiest way is Coach Camila Hanich and Link Linktree. And uh, and the and the website is Light Heart Coaching. Dot me. Yep, lightheartcoaching.me. Uh, great talking with you, really was. Thank you. Uh, learned a lot, and uh, again, love your energy. It's fantastic. And uh, looking forward next time we get a chance to get together. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Same really, here. Really a pleasure. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.